You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey, hey, what's up, Cowboys Nation? Welcome to the second edition of Cowboys Roundup, brought to you by SB Nation's Blogging the Boys. I hope you checked out our premiere episode on Monday, hosted by my roundtable partner in crime, Tony Catalina, where every day we'll bring you the latest and greatest Cowboys news and updates. My name is Dan Rogers. You may know me as Danny Phantom at Blogging the Boys or on Twitter at Danny Phantom 24. It's Tuesday, October 5th, 2021. And if you're anything like me, you are absorbing every little morsel of goodness from this 3 and one start from our beloved Dallas Cowboys. 3 and one How does that make you feel? I'll tell you what, it feels a lot better than 0 and one exactly where we sat a few weeks ago, but in the blink of an eye, this team has rolled off three straight dubs, and hopefully more dubs are on the horizon. But before we get to that, let's just savor this one little bit because this is a great time for Cowboys fans. That's because the Cowboys run the East. I say that for a few reasons. For starters, it's just a catchy thing to say, and I like to say catchy things. I mean, who doesn't? They're catchy. More appropriately, it's because the Cowboys are the clear frontrunners of the division, and with each new week, it's becoming more and more apparent that they won't have any real competition for the NFC East. Uh, it wasn't a good week for the NFC South teams against the East as they went 0-3 on, on the week. Uh, the Eagles are the only team from the division that lost this week, dropping them to 1-3. and Opposite to Dallas, the Eagles have now lost three straight after winning their opener. Man, you hate to see it. But what I really mean by running the East is look at the Dallas Cowboys running game. They ran for an impressive 245 yards on Sunday. Check this out. After starting off with just 60 yards in week one, after not being able to do anything against the Bucks' number one run defense, the Cowboys have since averaged over 200 yards per game and now have a total of 663 yards on the season. That's second best in the NFL, trailing only the Cleveland Browns, who run the ball more than anyone else in the league, with the dynamic duo of Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. I hear those guys are pretty good. But how about the dynamic duo of Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard? Those guys have been fantastic. You know who else has been fantastic? Dak Prescott. Dak threw four touchdowns on Sunday, and he now has seven touchdowns and no interceptions over his past two games. Dak is not throwing a lot, but he's been super efficient. This week, Dak attempted 22 passes, four touchdowns, no interceptions. Last week, 26 passes, three touchdowns, no picks. Here's a fun fact of the day. Dak has attempted 26 or fewer passes 14 times in his career. The Cowboys have won every one of them, 14-0. Now granted, this stat comes with a little asterisk. It ignores the Week 17 finale in 2016 where Dak only played 15 offensive snaps. You may remember that was Tony Romo's last game. Having a strong rushing attack does so many good things, and we are seeing the benefits right before our eyes. Dak is in complete control of this offense, He's finding open receivers left and right. I mean, wide open receivers most of the time. Defenses just don't know where to be. They come down in the box. Dak finds holes in the secondary. They lay back. The Cowboys will shred you with the running game. 
This is clearly a pick-your-poison offense, and week after week, defenses are succumbing to the brilliance that is Kellen Moore and his offensive arsenal. But you know what? We can't give the offense all the credit. How about this Cowboys defense? They are not perfect by any means, as they give up a lot of passing yards, but I think some of that needs context, and that's partly due to the negative game scripts they put their opponents in. So some of those yards I can live with. More impressive is the Cowboys' 10 takeaways. That's second-best in the NFL. You may have seen the graphic where they have created multiple turnovers in eight straight games dating back to last year. That's the longest active streak in the NFL. They are taking the ball away, ladies and gentlemen. I don't think we can stress this achievement enough because how many years have we gone through where this team struggles in this department? A lot. This is a sight for sore eyes. And with an offense that has done a great job taking care of the ball, and maybe with a little luck, and we'll get to that in a minute, the Cowboys are number one in the league in turnover differential, and that will win you ball games. So why is the defense so much better? Head coach Mike McCarthy did speak with the media on Monday, and he was asked about the defense and why they are able to gel so well. Let's listen in. Well, I, I just think that just the whole operation on defense is, is uh, it's, uh, it's impressive. Uh, you know, it starts with Dan Quinn and, um, you know, the, the, the new veterans have, have bought in. I mean, clearly you can, you can see that in the spring, the way it started to come together. It created a, a significantly increased competitive environment. You know, our defensive, our defensive room is so far more competitive than it was last year. So, I mean, it's not even close. Um, and then the other part of it is, you know, injuries has has given a lot of opportunities. You know, Dan Dan and I were talking this morning, and you know, we we've had 30 players on defense play throughout the first four games. I mean, that, that's that's significantly high. I mean, if you think about it. The defensive room is far more competitive than it was last year, and it isn't even close. Yeah, and it shows on the field. Just remarkable depth of this unit. And 30 different players contributing already? I mean, I don't even know what to say about that. That is just amazing. So, what do you think of the game? Anything you didn't care for? What do you think of Mike McCarthy's decision-making in this one? It seems like every week he gives us another head-scratching moment. Did you like his fourth down decisions? Did you like his decision to go for two? I'll tell you what, I'm one of Magic Mike's biggest critics, but outside of declining that face mask penalty where Gregory got his helmet taken off, I honestly don't have any issue with any of his decisions in this game. I mean, I may have not agreed with him on every decision he made from the vantage point of my sofa, but at the same time, I have to give him props for his aggressiveness. I honestly, I can't complain about that. And furthermore, let's give the guy his due credit. This team is playing extremely well. The culture's fantastic. So many young, new players contributing consistently. I mean, that's good coaching. Uh, to coin an overused phrase from the brain trust at the star, uh, at the end of the day, this team is playing good football. So whatever you're doing, Mike, keep up the good work. Sincerely, your biggest critic, Danny Phantom, XOXO. So, what else in this game? What do you think about the Schulte fumbles? Did we catch a break there? I kind of think we did. The first one, yeah, I think the knee was down. I think that was the right call. The second one, though, uh, I don't know, man. Forward progress? I mean, that ball came out as soon as he got rocked. Me, personally, I think we got a break. What do you think? But hey, you know, it's about time we are on the right side of some breaks. 
Speaking of good fortune, the Cowboys came out of this one with some good health. As much smashing and crashing as there was, you'd think it'd be messy, but the damage report is minimal. We did see Amari Cooper come off the field early in the game. Apparently he was dealing with a hamstring issue. That's certainly not a good thing. But in true Amari fashion, soft tissue or no soft tissue, Cooper was back on the field. Not only was he back on the field, but he caught a 35-yard touchdown to recapture the lead 20-14 to early in the third quarter. Little did we know that this was just the beginning of a 23 to nothing Cowboys run that for all intent and purposes put the game away. I say intent and purposes because the Panthers had a different intent and the Cowboys stopped playing with a purpose. Despite having a 22-point lead in the fourth quarter, the Cowboys dilly-dallied and allowed the Panthers to cut it to a one-score game. As for Cooper, he said after the game he's going to be fine, he'll rehab it, and I believe him. I mean, why wouldn't I? All the guy does is place through any injury he's ever had. He was already dealing with a rib injury where he's wearing padding. If Coop says he's good, he's probably good. But that's something we'll definitely monitor as the week goes on. The Cowboys do get some reinforcements back, as McCarthy said they're expecting to get linebacker Keanu Neal back after being on the COVID reserve list. Defensive tackle Carlos Watkins is expected to return after dealing with a knee injury. And Ty Inseki, who was hospitalized with a heat-related illness, should be coming back. However, with as well as Terrence Still has been playing, Inseki will likely just be some added depth to the tackle position. Speaking of tackle, Lyle Collins is now allowed to rejoin the team, although he still has two more games left on his suspension. That's all our updates for today. Make sure to check out all the great podcasts throughout the entire week. Every day we got something new for you. Later today, we'll have the 750 with Super Bowl champion Tony Casillas and BTB champion RJ Ochoa, as well as BTB Roundtable, where we hash out all the great talking points of Sunday's game. So keep your eyes out for those two. But that's all we have for today. Thanks for hanging out with us. Hope you have the best day ever. Stay safe. Stay happy. Stay true to the silver and blue. We will catch you later.